0: Hey guys, before this show starts, just want to let you know that over on Red Men Plus, our subscription service, we've got tons and tons of Liverpool content in podcast form as well. You love podcasts, we love making podcasts. Go and check it all out, that's redmenplus.com. Sign up for as little as £5 a month, you will not regret it. Now, enjoy the show. I'll... Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. <laughs> ah... Obviously, a preview in tomorrow's game, so we'll, so we'll have the open section and then the, the breakout, which will be embargoed until ten thirty PM today. Alan, Jurgen, yeah, afternoon. Uh, I suppose the obvious question is, how do, how do you follow up a 9 0 victory? Do you have to guard against complacency? There might be some of us in the room who remember the last one in nineteen eighty-nine, and the next game finished
1: 0-0. Ooh, <laughs> what a crazy result! So, first and foremost. Um, the scoreline is a is a freak, freaky one if you want. Um, don't doesn't happen a, uh, doesn't happen a lot, or often, and will not happen a lot because of the quality of opponents. But things can go that way um, because we played a good game, so um, everything worked out that that afternoon. We know that boys are not dumb. Um, we don't expect a, a freakish uh, scoreline again because. Um, for the obvious reasons, um, so no, I'm not concerned about. It, to be honest, because what I want to keep is the the way we played. So just usually we, we played games like this. We just didn't score nine times. So we miss more chances. You have you, have, you, have, you have hit a post, the crossbar, whatever these kind of things. And um, in that game, that didn't really happen. I know we missed still a few sitters, which is incredible. But um, no it's the way we played that's what we have to keep and not think about the scoreline that's done so anyway strange i told the boys um if we would have won 1-0 i would have been over the moon so oh, fine great um and if now 9-0 would feel 9 times better it would be kind of really strange and it didn't so it was more like oh wow in the game it felt great after the game it was <laughs> that's really it was a really harsh one um and so I think well, we have to prove it. We have to show that we that we don't misunderstand the situation. But I'm pretty sure we will not.
0: Just on those chances that you touched on there as well, um, we saw a lot more of Lewis Diaz and Mo Salah in the penalty area, where, where it matters. Was that following up defeats at Manchester United? was that more of a, a conscious effort? Was that a message from you?
1: Yes, but not because of the Man United game. Just in general, we have to have. I saw situations where Mo crossed the ball, and I think the two players in the centre of the box where Henderson and Trent Alexander-Arnold. So um, we have to be more flexible, we need to bring players in the box, who it is I couldn't care less, it's just about um, having bodies in and around the box, being in the right positions, these kind of things. My favourite goal from all the nine were, was actually Harvey Elliott's goal, not, it was a beauty, but not because of that, but um, because we were that close together, we were that connected, that we could react. That quick and it was in the end really not to defend in, in this specific moment. So um, yeah, it's we, we can talk about the game if you want for another year, but it's, um, it doesn't make too much sense, I know. So it's just um, the way we played. Uh, we have to take into the next game because that's the way we want to play. But nobody should expect that we um, score again with pretty much each situation because that. It's just unlikely.
0: The final few days of the, of the transfer window. I'm sure a nine-nil scoreline doesn't alter yeah. your, your thinking. But are you still in the markets, particularly for a, a midfielder?
1: <sighs> Ish. Somehow, yeah. But the, the closer we get to the to the um, last minute, the more unlikely it gets. That's how it is. Um, and um, yeah, it's it, well, what can I say? Nothing. Yeah, we are not out, you're but
0: not, you're not going to tell me names, but I cannot,
1: I couldn't if I wanted, so um, and I don't want, um, but it's just it's 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 difficult, it's really difficult because, um, the right for sure, there are a few players out there which would be the right ones, but um, they have different issues, some of them are. Contracts, clubs—they don't want to sell all these kind of things. So that's how it is, and then we cannot force it. And um, I can't wait until. So we'll see when is it over? Exactly. Pop,
0: pop is ticking, yeah, it's
1: Thursday at eleven o'clock. That's the end of it. Thursday eleven o'clock. So there is still time. So, um, but when it's then over. And we've signed or not signed, then I'm really happy about that because then we can stop thinking about it in that moment. Because it's it's just in that moment and we can just focus on the squad we have, on the team we have, be ready to face all the problems we'll have in that season, be ready to, to face them and um, and sort them and go there through together and with together I really mean our um, even the. The, the Our supporters, who are pretty active on social media and stuff like this, that we then just can stop doing that because it's uh, we have a good football team and we have injuries, they come back and all these kind of things. Um, if somebody expects us just to do always what others are doing or what some people wish to do, that's not possible, it never happened before, will not happen in the future. This club. Arrived here in this situation with the way we deal with situations, so and that's that's when I say, I make don't make the decisions about how much we spend. It's the truth, but I never did, and we are still here. So and and won a couple of things, and now we have just and a specific from a specific moment on, we can then finally focus on the really important stuff. Yes, and have bring in the right players is important, but if we can't do that now, then we can't do it. Welcome.
0: And just as in terms of that, that bigger squad, then we saw some young faces, some new faces, some new young faces coming on the pitch, at, at Bournemouth as well. Stephen and Bobby Clark, whose dad played for Newcastle.
1: Unbelievable! Sorry, I didn't know it. So nobody told me, and I saw it now. That, um, but he's older than Millie, is he? His dad, Lee Clark. There's, there's a
0: moment in 2005
1: when Bolton yeah, played exactly, played both together.
0: And his dad
1: came on. But is Lee Clark older than Millie, or is yeah. it the same? Slightly. It just looks younger than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the point was um, yeah, what's, what's the point. Given
0: the fact that there's quite a lot of larger of games, isn't there, every half an hour for the next three months, I think, or whatever yeah. it might be. Are we gonna see more of faces like that? And how ready are they for us to see <sighs>
1: them? We have, have a lot it. of have a lot of wonderful talents. I'm not sure you probably didn't watch it, but when you saw when you saw our U twenty three games a game against Tottenham, for example, we could watch it in the hotel um, the night before the game. Um, we have a lot of uh, real talent, uh, and Barry is doing an incredible job there. And um, so, but in the idle world, you don't play with 3 17 four, seventeen-year-old. To be honest, um, in in the same game, but it's it's like they are ready and they will be ready. That's probably more the more the case. They will be ready um, for sure, but um, whenever that will be, and um, it was. W- uh, Wonderful thing to do, to be honest. On on Saturday, to, to bring them on, and um, they were smart enough to to realize when the scoreline got higher and higher that it's more likely that they will get that, and they deserve it, and it's really nice. And I was felt for both in that moment. So Fabio, don't count in that um, in that department, to be honest. But for Bobby and Stefan, I was really happy that I could be the one who give them the opportunity. So, um, yeah, I hope all the others come back. Pretty quickly, and then if, if then maybe not, but then in the future for sure. That's how it is.
0: And we spoke to Allison yesterday. who was grateful for the first Premier League clean sheet. Ironically, <laughs> since again, since Newcastle United, that was in, in eight first Premier League clean sheet in eight matches for him. So, did he did he need that? Do you think? I appreciate that, that the win is is more
1: important. Oh, we needed it, yeah. Ali. Lesser, I don't yeah. think that Ali's now. Yes, he wants to have a clean sheet because it makes massively sense. Um, but uh, uh, he was not like desperate or something like that. That he thought if we don't get, if, I, that's why I was really happy about it. To be honest, because how I said, when you are five nil up at half time, it's not unlikely that the opponent gets out and and, and, and sneak one in, and then it's a, maybe score a second one, or whatever, and then it's like it's a bit of taste. You don't want to have that. It was not necessary, and the boys didn't let that happen. Um, yeah, but clean sheets are for all of us very important. And of course, uh, how can you start a, a series with clean sheets only with a clean sheet? So now we're headed, and um, no, let's hopefully um, carry on on this path.
0: And okay. using um, Just one of the things you were, you were talking about, about being the right player if you were to bring a player in this transfer window, it has to be right for, for Liverpool and the club. Um, Scott Parker obviously is no longer in charge of the court, um, And we don't know the reasons why, but it's been suggested <laughs> that apart from what happened has the But it's being suggested that he wanted to strengthen his squad further and he didn't have that money. How important is it even for a club like Liverpool to be sustainable um in this world that we live in and not just throw money at players if they're not going to be the right ones?
1: I mean what I was saying, that I understood now right. Would that mean that if Bournemouth would have spent money for the wrong players, then that would have been worse than spending no money over
0: I don't know the reasons why, but it's been suggested that he was.
1: Let me say thing. like this: when I heard it, when I heard it today, then I felt really. I think that's the moment when you realize how important the right owners are. That's how it is, and it's not about spending because no, there's, we all know the thing. There are different systems in the Premier League how clubs are leaded. We spoke about it. Countries own clubs, so uh, some rules don't let them do exactly what they want. If they could do. If they could stretch their um their so their resources, that would be really strange that they, they could do absolutely everything because they are owned by countries. So and they have other clubs with other structures and that's that, that's um like us and maybe I'm not sure Arsenal or, or whoever. Um and then there are clubs like Bournemouth. And um you saw now three teams coming up. It's um, Fulham, um Nottingham. For and 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 Bournemouth, Nottingham is spending like, yeah, they spend and um, Fulham is doing some stuff and I, I can't remember that Bournemouth did a lot so um, and that's then obviously difficult if you come up uh, from from Championship and you arrive in the Premier League and uh, that's not easy for a coach. So I felt really for Scott not because I don't I think his team is not good enough. No, not at all. His team did not had just. I'm not sure who had that idea to give you uh, the first four games. Who gives you Arsenal, City, and Liverpool? That's that, that's like set up. If you have nervous owners, then it's like set up for um, a new manager. Let's see how what he can do. So, um, and that's why I'm. I was very surprised. Very surprised. I think Scott is an outstanding manager. To be honest, what he did at Fulham, first job, and now at Bournemouth in the in a Championship, getting up is. It's an outstanding achievement, um, and really difficult, and then you get four games and three of them are against Arsenal, City and Liverpool, and your owner tells you, see you later. Uh, that's really harsh. Uh, did I answer your question? Yeah. One, no, probably not. <laughs> well, it's always spe- it's a, it, 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 Signing players never makes sense if they are not the right ones, never. Yeah, OK, and it makes never team sense, team but they, they're, they're, why would you do that? There are the right players out there for Bournemouth, Whenever you start with doing the business, there are the right players, of course, out there. So, But if you can't do it, or you are not allowed to do it, then there might come some up where, where not, which are not the right players. But I'm 100% sure Scott Parker would have had an idea um, who would have, would have been the right players, and he's not crazy, he wouldn't have asked for players who cost 60-70 million or whatever, he would have asked for the right players. But I cannot say if, if, if they need strengthening or not, it's just um, it looked like they didn't do a lot of business. And that's um, when you come from a championship is tricky, and then you lose against these three teams um, in, the, in the beginning of the season, and then your owner tells you that's not good enough, and that makes no sense. So you do the no business together, then go through it. So, but you do no business together, and only one is responsible. That makes no sense. Small details are big surfaces.
0: Post your free job on linkedincom people today. One thing I was going to suggest, though, or, suggest <laughs> or ask in terms of from Liverpool, and you talk about being the right player for this club and wanting to focus on the season and wants to transfer with it, that's done. But you seem to be very careful with the money that the, the club spends as well here. So do you take, do you factor that?
1: I'm into- not careful. I'm not careful. I don't, I don't think. I thought at one moment that I'm, i have to be careful. no, it's we get told what's possible and what's not possible. That's it, and in this range we try to to work it out. That's it. There's no criticism or nothing. It was all the time like this. We became champion in the season where we didn't sign anybody. I think was it the case? Did we sign anybody before we became champion? who uh, no, so we didn't and it was not the most famous. Approach after becoming second. I don't say that's now the case. And we had injuries, and I don't like that. And it was the whole discussion since we start. It's like different kind of players we need, we need, we need. I understand that 100%. But you have an existing team as well. The team you have is, you can, then obviously it becomes now more and more famous that clubs. Get more and more ruthless with players and tell them, yeah, you are not part of the squad anymore, and these kind of things. I thought really that was this year harsher than in, in a lot of other years. That, that's not the way it should go. And I think players with time should punish that with thinking about these kind of clubs where I think, okay, I might, bet, might get good money for one year, but in the second year they have a different idea and then they want to push me out the back door. So, all these kind of things, you need to have your own values as well. So and um, with all the players we have here, we want to be, we want them to be here, and now we have to work with them. Yes, and unfortunately, the season started and we had too many injuries. One hundred percent true, and, and we ask us, ourselves all the questions: why that happened, how it happened, all these kind of things. But we have to get through this, and that's actually for me, in my understanding, is it the Liverpool way as well—not with transfers and injuries, but in general to get through it together. That's that what I what I like. Nearly the most about this club, because if this if we would be a supporter of this club only in the good times, that would have been an interesting right uh, because there were some lesser good times obviously um, and the people's got even closer to the club in these moments so and now, when we are doing pretty well in general, now we start getting picky with these little things and here and there, and if you don't sign him, then everything is rubbish so and that's not that's not how it is um I want to develop the squad. I want to develop um, the club. I want to be successful. Everybody wants to be successful here 100%. What does that mean? Is our situation as, as it is in some other clubs? No, never was. But it's good enough to work with it, and that's what we are doing.
0: Hi, again. Um, Newcastle is the next challenge. And uh, if you look at their results, probably going back to the second half of last season, uh, and now we've Brought players in. Do you see them now as a, a really strong team who could maybe be the next
1: team that yeah, breaks yeah. into that? Oh, there will be. The yeah, there will be. Um, if Eddie gets time and um, stuff like this, and I'm not sure they need another transfer window, but if um, it gets time for it, then they will definitely be. Um, and yeah, that's the world, the football world we are living in. It's a completely fine. Newcastle is a great club, and obviously. Um, has a lot of success in the past and now for a few for a few years not that much anymore um but um they they have not everything you need to be a top 6 or whatever that means club i don't know
0: whether so max Oman is going to be um, fit for the game but he's if he does he's an obvious threat but <laughs> do you see them as being <clears throat> Stronger mentally and maybe at the back as well
1: that's normal they're unbeaten in the season they they have, a, they have a, since Eddie's there obviously they they've got an awful lot of points so they played a really good second part of the season When I, I don't know exactly when Eddie started so but um, since he's there they played really really stable difficult for us to play against <coughs> um yeah they are they are a threat, so that's how it is and with isaac uh, i isaac, uh, brought in a really good player. Um, and not only him, Podman, all the things, uh, Bruno, Gimarash last year, smart signings, good signings, um, would absolute um, re machine up front. So these kind of things. And um, but of course, if Callum Wilson cannot play, that each team would recognize that because it's uh, he's a, a really a top class striker. Um, so yeah, but completely different animal.
0: I noticed
1: in training. I think you've got a couple of players coming back in contention: Joel, Matthew, Curtis Jones. Um, These players obviously going to be important with the amount of games that we've got coming up. Yeah, is yeah. Any, any closer? Yeah, I think Jogo can train from Thursday on, and Thiago um, I think slightly later. So is he, um, but Tiago um, later a little bit. Kelvin uh, is getting closer. Um, Kvief, I saw now only walking outside, kind of going for normal goalkeeper training. Um, so yeah, there's light at the end of the tunnel, definitely.
0: More from me on James? you yeah, the there that you get, you get told what is possible and what isn't possible <laughs> in, in the market.
1: That's interesting, eh? Huh? That I don't decide that.
0: But <laughs> do you feel like you have been backed sufficiently? To yeah, this
1: yeah but uh, what, what this summer? This summer yeah, I mean <laughs> what does it mean back? Look, what I don't like about it, if I say now I'm not sure, and then we make a massive thing of it, but it's not. It was all I have to. I realize as well it was always like this. Is it always easy? No. Do we discuss these kind of things in public? Of course not. Why would we? And we don't start now with it. So um, I <laughs> let me say it like this. From time to time, I would be ready to risk a bit more, but. Um, how I said, I don't decide that, and that's then that's then fine because I'm like this. We try everything until somebody tells us, so oh, here's not a deadline; we cannot do anything anymore." In that moment, I'm comp- I don't think one second back, and that's what we have to all do. Then let's go from there. Let's make something special of the. Um, of this team now, and yeah, that's a great team, and they have everything. And yes, we had already problems; we didn't play always great football, but we will really try to squeeze everything out of this season. And it's, it's, and that's that's the only thing I understand it to be honest. But um, yeah, that's it. I'm
0: going to the embargo section. Do you want to go first?
1: If you enjoyed this podcast,
0: then we've got a whole load more for you right now. Head over to redmenplus.com. You can get extra Redmen podcasts. You've got Around the League, you've got The Debate Show, JLo Insight with Neil Jones, and Podcast Extra, all the stuff that we could never possibly broadcast on public spaces. Uh, it is there, available in your native
1: podcasting app on the go as well. Head to redmenplus.com and sign up.
0: Planning for your next trip?